1: The Fatherhood's Podcast. Podcast. Beats, Beats, Rhymes, and Diapers. Welcome back, gentlemen.
2: Now we go. (laughs) (laughs) We're
0: terrible, man. What's going on, fellas?
2: Yeah.
1: Today's actually a great day. I I told y'all a few weeks ago, my son, he's Uh, been... You
2: know what? I'm going to pause on that um, real quick. All right. Before we get into the good news. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Let's let's send our respects on some on some bad news. Yeah. Yeah. R.I.P. to Jason Smith, who is the CEO of Starburns Audio. Basically, um, open mic and his his network. Stony Island has a partnership through Starburn. So that's our home through Stony Island. And uh, apparently he passed unexpectedly. I I think it was Friday. This past Friday yeah yeah that's I, I don't know too much about it but um you know we had some limited interaction with jason seemed like a super cool guy very passionate about what he was doing and um you know all due respect because it was both he and mike who uh saw something in what we're doing and um you know i was happy to have us on board so gotta give it up to them for that Condolences, man. Yeah, for his man. family. You know, he leaves behind a family and kids. So yeah, he's got
1: he's got a daughter approaching college. Um, That's terrible, man. Right now, yeah, man. I I can't even. I, I'm. I. It's been fucking me up. I, I mentioned this to you guys in the text, but it's been a conversation we've been having in my house since I found out on Sunday. And it's just like, and it's. I mean, I've had friends pass away unexpectedly recently too, like. It's just a lot of shit going on, and my the friends have been heart attacks, and mm-hmm. you know we're in that age bracket where heart attacks are really just they just fucking pop up, and I I didn't really understand that shit until about a couple of years ago. Like the I think it's like the late thirties to just about fifty, that age range is prime candidates for, for heart attacks in men, particularly.
0: I, I told you guys I'm trying to double down on my life insurance. Um, I've been having you know. Not 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 worries but just I, f- I follow this funny uh <laughs> guru dude right yeah and I, every night I kind of in YouTube since I watch a lot of stuff it, stuff pops up and one of the things he was saying that like like morning rituals and he, and it was like in the morning when you wake up you know the first thing you got to do is uh be ex- you know excited and happy that you woke up right because he and then he broke down like this number of like how many people around the world don't wake up damn like <laughs> die in their sleep mm. and then I, and then when we got this news i was like yo you know and that's the type of stuff like i'm starting to be like oh damn like when i put my when i close my eyes at night i'm like damn man this, you know i don't want to be morbid but i'm at the same time being realistic like like you said we're in an age bracket um I don't consider myself the, the most healthiest person in the world. So I'm just like, yeah, let me double down on this uh, life insurance and make sure the
1: fam is good. Yeah. It's wild, bro. I mean, I you know, I, I, I kind of say it. I mean to post it all the time, but I, I don't. But like, like, have you hugged your kids today? Like, that shit is like, I take that to heart every day. I'm like, i make sure I give them an I love you every day and then a hug because if it's my last... I want at least for them to remember that. So they most mostly for like argumentative purposes. Cause they can never say that they never heard those words from me or felt right. that affection.
0: Yeah, I try to tell my kids I love them as much as possible.
2: Yeah, same. Yeah, man. So anyway. <sighs> yeah, man. Give yeah. a shout on that on that to start that off. But uh sorry, man. Back to your Good news it's no no that,
1: that was that was important um, and by the way I'll, I'll include it in the show notes but there's a goFundme for his daughter um, they're trying to collect money for her college so if anybody's interested it'll be in the show notes for the episode um, so yeah uh, great day because I had told you guys weeks ago that my son has been on a lying rampage and we my wife and I decided yo that was we got to the you know tipping point. And we put him on punishment. So he was grounded for three weeks. He's seven. Three weeks ago. Oh,
2: it went to three. Okay. Last yeah. we spoke it was two.
1: Yeah, he fucked up major again. Okay. okay. Damn. Yeah. So it, it was it was to a point where he was he he hit four. And then we were like, all right, chill wait, let's let's give him another shot. But so the first week for him was the the roughest because we we stripped him of all his games. He couldn't play like with his siblings. Like it was just work. Chores, work, schoolwork, and then as soon as he was done, he'd be in, in bed by seven p.m. He's used to going to sleep by eight thirty, so that hour. And then when the time changed, the the light was still out, so that fucked him up. Right. right. So he was he was not happy, and and I mean I don't know three days in, <clears throat> I was looking at my wife, I was like, yo, I don't think I'm gonna be able to make it. Like it was crushing me to have to go through this shit. And I'm and I'm the disciplinarian. I'm the motherfucker that'll cancel a vacation. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I don't. Yeah. A, I usually don't give a fuck. <clears throat> but it was it was really rough, and we, and it's dangerous. Like I, you know, you you can cause trauma with this kind of shit, right? You don't know how this shit will affect the kid. So I was really vigilant watching how things were affecting him, just to make sure. Like more more than anything, making sure that he knew we still cared immensely for him. This wasn't like we're mad at you and we're trying to, you know, get vengeance because of something. It's more, we laid it out really clear. Here are the things that you keep doing that we need to correct. And until you understand how serious these things are, this is what's going to happen. So long story short, rough first week. Second week, he was acting like nothing was going on. Like he was doing what we told him. He was, like, almost happy. And we were, like, fucked up in the head. We were like, yo, this is not working. Like, we got to double down. And I I was like, yo, chill, babe. That was my wife talking. I was like, nah, let's just let this shit ride because it's pretty severe as it is. And then, yes, uh, today was the completion of the three weeks. I tried to cave three times. I was like, yo, all right, two weeks. like, let's let's just let him get back to it. No TV, Nothing. So he's been counting down. He's like, "Yo, at 11:30 a.m., I'm off of my grounding." He's been saying that shit for like a week cuz I remember it was around 11:30 when when this shit started. And I was like, "I mean, I was just going to tell you it was all good when you woke up." But, "All right, you want to go 11:30." Right. <laughs> so, anyway, so he's back like and and we had a conversation right before like his you know, he was back to being, you know, normal life. And we're like, "Yo, what did you learn?" And I think this, this is what really <clears throat> made me feel like we did the right thing. He understood because there was two issues. He wasn't handling his business and he was lying, right? So he understood that because he deprioritized his responsibilities, school, chores, the little things we asked him to do, that made him create excuses which transformed into lies very quickly and his responsibilities never got handled. And it was just a cycle. So he compounded everything with the bullshit that he was doing. So Mm. he came to the realization that if I just stop lying, I'm sorry, stop deprioritizing what I have to get done. I don't have to create the lies and you'll be off my back. And I was like, exactly. And, and it clicked. So now it's like the proving period, right? Like now he's off. We're going to keep reminding him if he starts to move a different way. But we told him, "Yo, we're not looking for perfection. We're looking for improvement," and he he got it. So that's why I'm proud today. It's it's a happy day in our household.
2: Yeah. Put, be, put the applause. Uh, yeah. There we go. There go. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah. That's the thing that sucks about the some of the discipline stuff, especially if there's things that like you like to do with your kids, or that they like to do, and you know it's a, kind of a hangout thing, and then you. Kill it, then you're kind of killing your fun time too.
1: Yeah, man. And it's it's hard to. Eee.
2: Eee, you all right, bro? My stomach. No, that's my
0: dog. That's Nugget, man. Stop that shit, bro.
2: The fuck, man. Yo, this what is you is my got my Nugget style. doing?
1: What you got Nugget doing down there, bro? Oh,
0: you relax, bro. Nugget just fucking needs attention, man.
1: Come
2: on,
0: Nugget, what? You want to talk on the
1: podcast? Go. Spit, spit some rhymes, yo. But, but it's it's torture because like I got three kids, right? So and they they do a lot of things together. So one day my daughter wants to play basketball with me, so I go out and play ball with her. My my youngest goes to my son and she and she's like, come on, come outside with us. Like it's it's cool. Don't worry about it. The mom and dad said it's fine. Right. We didn't say shit. So he goes to get dressed, comes outside. And we canceled them, yo, son. I wanted to cry. I felt so bad. And and it's those like little things. So as soon as you know, it's like that's crushing. Like I, if I was in his shoes and he enjoys basketball, I'd be defeated. And he wasn't happy, but he he understood. He was like, "All right, I'm still in the penalty box. Like, right, I get it." But it it does fuck up. It fucks up the entire household. Like it's, we can't really function the way we want to. But everybody held their ground, and and we're better for
2: it.
0: So, how do your kids help in the in maintaining the punishment? Because I would imagine they're you know it's like prison. They're going to be like sliding them like things, you know, like helping them out. <laughs> you know, <laughs> passing the kite.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there was a little bit of that, and we let it happen because I you mean, want them to have their yeah, yeah. Like that's that's good. Like we want them to like fend for each other, right? right um but my my eldest is a great example so she went through it herself right and there was a period with her where she just didn't give a fuck and she just wasn't listening like just acting out doing all sorts of shit and then it came to a point where we had her throw out her favorite toy and that immediately after that moment like she she shaped up she was like oh this shit is real now i don't have this toy and having her throw it out herself was i mean i guess you could argue was probably fucking terrible this is years ago i'm assuming yeah 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 she was i think so
0: wait how old was eight and you told her you're in trouble so you have to throw away your favorite toy
1: yeah like we've had it like it was after multiple warnings and then Mm. all right now we've gotten to the point where this is the next step and she threw it out so she's already been through it so she understands why we're doing what we're doing, and she agreed She doesn't agree with us doing it because she doesn't want to see her brother in that situation, but she knows what the result will be because she met, she's she's the example, right? So, her role has been to to give him put him up on game basically, like yo, you keep doing these things. Here's how it's gonna play out, and keep hit, hitting him with like the reality check. All right, and so she would just kind of help because he and she they both have a lot of conversation and they have this thing called sibling code which is like mom and dad can't know anything and we lo- we allow them to have like their own little shit right um so that's how they she's been involved in like helping making him.
0: shanks passing shanks <laughs> <laughs> right
1: yeah and then the little ones she's just she's like repeating Caring what we candy cigarettes <laughs> she keeps repeating what we say right so she'll be like when she's upset with him she'll be like see that's why you that's why you grounded that's why you grounded you shouldn't do that (laughs) oh you want to play roblox well you can't
2: (laughs) she's the worst
1: (laughs) so that's the dynamic but all is well now
2: hey speaking of um all is well I, I got a lot of damn gems from last episode uh with the earn your leisure guys. Told you, man. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah shout out
1: shout out to Rashad and, and Troy, man. They yeah. they, they yeah, put it great, on.
2: Man. So yeah, I mean my, my wife had listened to the episode as well and she came, walked away. She's like, All right, so when are we setting up his uh his stock account and, <laughs> and you know yes. all this stuff? Um yeah, I mean what 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 are your takeaways guys from from that? Because it just reminded me of like how like there's a lot of shit that I need to get done on my side and just how much I don't know or don't think about this stuff enough. To... I think it's just executing, man,
0: just getting these things done. I think almost everything they said is something that is doable for each and every one of us to do I mean, and our listeners to do. It's, it's, it's not hard. It's just a matter of carving out the time and getting it done. Um, And it could be at any you know however you want to structure whatever you can afford to put in these things yeah it seems like it's all doable
1: man the, the big i think the if i had to like think about it as far as from easy to most difficult like <clears throat> the attaching your kid to the credit card assuming you have good credit right is such an easy thing and it creates so many years of credit history for them just for you adding their name to to your you shirt. know
0: what scares me about that though? Mm. What scares me is that counting on that you have good credit, which if you do now that's fine, but God forbid you go through some hardships and you forget that they're on that card and it affects them negatively. You're not doing that. No, I know. I, I just I think of every scenario and I'm just thinking like, you know. Some terrible thing happens. Uh, the economy goes down the toilet, you know, lose, you know, whatever, some contract, you know, and, and money starts going, you know, down the drain. And then all of a sudden you're using credit and then abusing credit or and then you you just lose grip of, of your whole, you know, your credit. And you forget in that whole crazy mess, you forget, holy shit, I attached my kids to this I shit. I just right. fucked up my
1: kids. <laughs>
0: yeah, and then my kids come out and they're like, yo, why do I have a 150 credit score? <laughs> why do I owe this amount of money, Dad?
1: Yeah, nah. I mean, de- definitely have your shit in order before you, you know, put them on. But like, you're kind of setting your, like in, in Troy's example, his mom put him on, I think he said he was 18. When his mother put right. him on, but
0: they're saying it could be even younger.
1: Yeah, it can for sure. I, I mean, and then the paying your kids—if you got like a, a LLC, a corporation, or whatever—yeah,
2: that. I, so, so if, for instance, you start in Fly Dad, right? Right. Have you thought about what they were talking about? Your like your daughter, for example, being an employee of FlyDad and taking advantage of the the, the tax credits and breaks and, and,
0: and, and before things. you answer that, let's give the listeners a a fresh you know synopsis of what fly dad is if they don't know already yeah
1: so so fly dad <clears throat> excuse me fly dad is a is a dad brand company so it's it caters to the fly dad hence the name but really what what we do with fly dad is we help dads who care about you know I, identity is such an important thing in general style happens to be a pretty significant piece of an identity for a lot of guys right um you think about dudes that care a lot about their Jordans or their jeans or you know they look right when you transition into fatherhood there's very few options for those types of dads to transition with a lot of the stuff that they fall into are catered to women to moms particularly so you don't re- and if you have anything that's for dads like it's likely not going to fit your style Assuming that, right. like, really like the urban fly type of style. So anyway, so that's what we are developing, right? We're developing products that are helping these dads transition into fatherhood. And our, our debut product is called the Firstborn, and it's a, a, a diaper backpack. So if, if you care to look at it, I mean, we got some pictures up on uh, flydadgear.com. Um, but, but in any case, th- that's the brand, right? And and it, it really was born out of what we've been doing. Right? Don't choke up, man. You know, yeah, no, it gets, I, get, <laughs> I get emotional. was <laughs> born and all, you know. Yeah, yeah you're first born. <laughs> <laughs> But it was born out of what we've been doing on fatherhoods, right? So, like, right. we've been talking so deep about being dads. And I mentioned this before, but, it, like, it's elevated my awareness in how I parent. Every episode, I'm like, I get something from what we talk about that I know either I'm doing well and I double down on <clears throat> the fuck or <laughs> I got, got a frog in my throat or um, I learned something that I can apply. And so my passion around parenting has grown exponentially since we started. So fly dad was just, it's, I look at it like a cousin to, to, to fatherhood. So to answer your question, Kay, the, as i was listening to to rashad and troy it was i had all these ideas around particularly paying my kids uh the the max is twelve thousand dollars as of i think last year or so um as part of fly dad because i i incorporate them in pretty much everything i do but i don't think about it in the context of like they should get paid I right. think well, about what it. was
0: the benefit again of paying them? Can you remind me what they said?
1: Yeah, so it's it's a tax-free uh, incentive. So that money you can write off.
0: But do they get taxed? No, no, because they're underage.
1: Right.
2: Okay. Yeah, it doesn't. So if you're paying them up to 12k for the year, so however you're paying them, then that's a deduction mm-hmm. essentially. And then that 12k could be going into that bank account that we that they talked about setting up for them.
1: Exactly. And into if you right. wanted to set up a trading account that you right. have custodial privileges on.
0: For some reason, in my mind, I just pictured like my daughter, like in the toy store, like
2: Wah! yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> toy drunk. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. So, so all those all those thoughts started to materialize at that on that episode. I wasn't thinking about it before, and yeah. so there's a lot we're doing with Fly Dad around. Um, you know, right? So we're we're in production right now with with the firstborn bag. So we're, we're working overseas with the manufacturer and there's a lot of, you know, advertising stuff that we're put. So we're creating content. So in some of the content I appear, my daughter's going to appear with me. There's, there's, it's not just me. Like, like you could technically just be like, yo, you're not doing anything, but I'm going to pay you 12 grand a year or up to 12 grand a year. And it's perfectly legit, but my kids are going to be involved in the process. Right. Be- because I, I want them to understand as best they can capture what this what the journey of the business development is. <laughs> Did your light just fall? <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh shit. I just got lightheaded. Way
2: to go. <laughs>
1: um anyhow, so I, I wasn't really fully aware of it. I had heard, but I didn't really understand the depth of you can pay up to twelve grand for your kid, and it be and that's
0: each kid. So they each,
1: imagine. Mm. right? I so mean, like
0: for Manny who has a million, <laughs> or striving for a million, bro, that's a lot of money you could write off.
2: <laughs> but like, but I, I guess, but, but yeah, think. I mean, I guess, think about it. Like, if you're gonna, if if you give your kid an allowance, or if you give, or if you you know, or if you're putting money into like a college savings fund yeah, or any of that kind of stuff, then you could. It's the smartest way to do it. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I mean,
1: the the other. Uh, end of the spectrum is is damn i wish i could have 12 grand or up to 12 grand to like you know, right pay i my mean
0: kids. it's just it's saying it's up to 12 grand de- depending yeah, it's on whatever you can where you're at yeah whatever you can, but it, and also i'm assuming as the as your kids grow up and you they're aware that you're doing this it's like you're saying you can create this whole like system that they're learning from and 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 they're learning responsibility and and you know and learning financial responsibility and and all that stuff so i think that's really dope the
1: the nepotism was from that episode the nepotism yeah. aspect was the one that i was like yo, yeah you don't gotta throw
0: these heavy words at us nepotism <laughs> yo spell it bro, spell it, bro. Spell
1: <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> no but that that in the same light right like i'm developing a business you you know you guys is you've been entrepreneur for so long like i'm sure it wasn't something that you were thinking about necessarily like i i could i could set this system up and then introduce my kids to the process and then build it for them hopefully they take it over at some point or at a minimum learn the steps to develop their own right and they could branch off and do their own thing but like i wasn't really considering that seriously they just in that in that episode i swear to you i was just like in my mind, I was already mapping it out. Like, all right, here's how this is going to work. And boom, boom, boom. And I I spoke to my kids about, just lightly, after the episode, about Fly Dad and the nuts and bolts of it. Like, mm-hmm. we're manufacturing, you know, X amount. This is how we're trying to roll this thing out. Here's here's who we're partnering with to, to blow this thing up. And, and they started to understand. Like, in their own way, they asked really good questions, which made me know that they were feeling it and my son picked up he was he was already like doing math in his head around a lot of the shit i was talking about and i was like all right son come here <laughs> you you roll it with me
2: right.
1: but dope. it's it's dope anyway so in the show notes i will also include um there was an article well it was back in 2018 but it's i stumbled upon it it's about it's from Market Watch, and it talks about the new tax laws. So I guess these tax laws that we talked about last episode went into effect in 2018, and it talks about the law that allows you to hire your own kid better than ever. So the 12 grand aspect was a doubling of what it used to be, roughly prior to 2018.
0: And and that's that's a federal law, or is it state to state?
2: No, it's federal.
1: Federal,
0: so, oh. yeah, yeah. Because I,
2: I guess it would be federal taxes. That yep. Is there an age restriction for? Does the kid have to be a certain age in order to?
1: Yeah, I, I, I didn't read I just the. Just thought of like. I don't believe there is actually. I, I'll double check, but I, I I'm pretty sure there isn't. Which Kids is
0: thinking of of uh, like a sweatshop with toddlers.
2: Sir, <laughs> <laughs> <there> age restriction.
1: <laughs> no, but it's awesome, man. I'm, I'm really so digging. My son this
2: can thing. do for fatherhood here. Huh?
1: <laughs> well, technically, your, fa- your your son be doing a little ad lib sometimes,
2: right? Yeah, you paying him. Yeah.
0: vocals yeah He's doing
2: voiceovers
0: yeah yeah
1: so can i can i vent a little bit because yeah the entrepreneur for the entrepreneurial journey is a little taxing um but it's so much fun bro like b- building a business that you are 120 percent committed to is such a different thing than doing anything else mm-hmm. um to the point where you could drive yourself nuts i guess in a good way but like I don't think I'm full disclosure. I'm not like a rich dude. Um, I've done okay for myself in my career, but I've got a sliver of a, of a nest egg. And I look at that, like I, I can blow through that and I have to figure out how to live, which is kind of, I'm on the cusp of, but I'm not nervous about it, which is something I've never felt in my life. Like I'd be in super fucking panic mode um, under normal circumstances so we're in, we're in this fun spot right now. Like I, I mentioned to you guys you know, off air, we're, doing a, we're in an incubator. So building FlyDad is not just us guessing about shit. Like we're working with professionals that have exited companies that have really done a really good job in e-commerce to help us, to guide us through this process, right? And so through that, we've been able to skip a lot of steps and fast track our development so that we're making as little mistakes as possible through the journey. Now, we still have to prove that we can take a sale, right? We haven't launched yet. So as soon as we launch and we take a sale, that's like, all right, check. This shit's working, and all it's right. started growing from there. But the proving ground. Yeah, but all signs point to this is a good idea because we talk to our, our subscribers all the time, people that have said, yes, we want to buy this. So right now, <clears throat> I don't know if you guys have heard in the news, but there was like... It was a ship that was stuck in the Suez Canal.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I bought mad toilet paper because of <laughs> 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 My friends were laughing at me. I'm like, all right. <laughs> I'm not going through that shit again.
1: <laughs> so so that's one of the headaches, right? Like we weren't necessarily we're not impacted by that, but shipping has been substantially delayed because of COVID. This Suez thing also has caused a lot of congestion in the in the oceans. Yeah. Um and that's going to affect the timelines in which I receive product once the production run is done. So that has me like a little stressed. But the reality is like it's something that we have to learn and get through and kind of figure out. But
0: what, wouldn't you want to pivot to some a U.S. based manufacturer? A
2: hundred and ten percent. But the reality here's going to cost you like a hundred times more probably. Yeah. Unfortunately,
0: right. I I just I do think. And I mean, this is maybe not the best topic for now, but I (laughs) are you gonna
1: poo-poo on my shit? (laughs) No,
0: no, no, no. I know in general, I'm just thinking that when you look at those those uh those ships, those with the shipping containers and and things like this happening, you just see them in general, they're piled up with all these shipping containers. I'm like, man, are we this seems like an archaic way of of uh of moving goods? You know, it's like we're still in the day of the Spanish conquistadors moving stuff around, you know, like. What the hell, bro? Like, don't. What happened to the planes? Like, just use all the damn planes. And I guess that with the fuel is just as bad. But yeah, I don't know the shipping container thing. I I just feel like just do it in your own damn country. But like you said, it's expensive.
1: It's hard. I I mean, I'm I'm looking. So if anybody listening knows some domestic manufacturers, holla at us because I
0: or start a toddler sweatshop. (laughs) 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 Jokes, guys. Jokes. I would.
1: I was so, I mean, for many reasons, I would prefer to do it locally. Right. Um, something that I'm looking into is like, um, in Latin America, trying to establish some relationships there because it's a little bit closer. Because uh, right, our our manufacturers in Asia, so we're trying to get as close as we can to to the U.S. But um, but right, yo, the the tariffs in the Trump administration for ex- importing goods, bro. It's like 30, Low, right? 30% on top of whatever you're paying for the goods.
0: Oh, I thought he got them lowered. I thought that's what the trade war was about. Now we, I guess they countered with putting them up, right? Yeah, he put them up. Not and Not him. And
1: it's, well, the, the administration, his administration. I
0: thought the Chinese put them up to counter him. No?
1: I don't I don't know what. Ha- any, for for Either the way, U.S. Either way, the
0: trade war wasn't good for that. No, that's
1: not good. But yet and still, it's still cheaper for me to do outside wow. of the U.S. That's crazy, wow. right? It's nuts. But yeah, man. It's fun. But it's a little stressful, but it's really fun. And if I go broke doing it, I wouldn't be mad. I'd just pick up and figure out some other
2: shit. Yeah. I mean I guess that's the whole that's the whole roll of the dice when you're building a business. You know, some are gonna some are gonna happen, some are gonna fail. And it's like if you if you can learn from from the failure and it's a w. continue on, yeah.
0: And it's like a high, man. It's exciting to to create something from nothing and and produce something, manufacture something, and release something. Whether it wins or loses is one thing, but I've always you gotten a high out of doing that, like to to start something
2: and then finish it at least. Yeah, there's a satisfaction that you you've had a an idea or something in your head that you were able to all of a sudden make you know, real make happen and it's a yeah. reality. And then But just for I guess if you believe in um I guess if you believe in certain, I don't know, call them spiritual laws or whatever, Mm -hmm. in terms of like so the more that I've gone through some of these processes of like, you know, starting a business or doing a project or you know, that kind of stuff. And it's like at the beginning, you know, the beginning parts of it, you think, all right, well, I'm gonna start a I'm gonna start a label, right? And then you get that happening and it happens but then it doesn't come to fruition the way you wanted it to you know doesn't work or you have to close it down or whatever whatever the case may be then like if you read some of these books and stuff and people tell you like all right you got to be more specific with what you're asking or what you're putting the universe, like the law of attraction. Yeah. It's just like, all right, you know, I want to start a label. I want to start a successful label. (laughs) that's going to make, you know, X amount of dollars or, you know, you've got to have like that kind of vision in your head where it's because it's, you know, it's hard either way to kind of, to start your own thing. You know, not everyone's cut out to do that and then there's the step of like okay you do it but you weren't but you weren't necessarily super specific in your own head about how you wanted it to play out and so though i think those are the kind of things like when certain things fail if you can take that information about like all right what did i really set out to do okay i, I may have done it generally because mm. maybe that's all i was thinking was generally mm. i wasn't thinking specific enough and mapping it out in but my head enough
0: there's another perspective cuz the what you're saying, I get it and I and I understand it, but it, it could be dangerous too because there's the there's the lazy people that be like, Oh, that's all I gotta do is be really specific. Like, right, I, right, I want right, to win right. this motherfucking lottery, yeah. Yeah. this motherfucking lottery right here, and that's it. And he quits his job, like I, I'm specific. So the <laughs> other I think the other perspective too that I think is beneficial from even anything that you fail in is to understand that it's all a journey that maybe you weren't meant to do that specific right. thing, but going through those motions you gained an experience you made it gained relationships you may have gained certain things that in in that you carry into another situation that all of that becomes useful and in a sense that was successful
2: 100 percent
0: succeed at that specific thing
2: yeah, yeah. Like so it's, that, it's, it's, that it's experience connected. was
0: successful yeah yeah
2: yeah it's connected yeah because i mean it i mean again, this is like, that's like, it's a super generalization. And to think like, okay, if I think specifically enough, it's definitely going to happen. But yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, I mean,
0: I I also, sorry, sorry, man. One more thing. I just want to say like, I also tell a lot of people, like, you know, I've seen a lot of people fail at something and in that failure, they get so frustrated and so angry that they start to ruin relationships and they start to act erratic. And I've always tried to like tell these people in my experience, like, that's when you, um, kind of like, rise above all that, you know, and, and act better. I don't, I don't lack like a better words, but take know, the high road. Better, yeah, take the higher road because those, you're ruining. You know, you're 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 burning bridges. You're you're showing people your true colors that you can't handle certain pressures, and that you're not a person to, to that they should trust in business. And so if they see you fail, but you're still like, you know, operating as it, the way you've always operated, you're like, all right, cool. And you dust off your shoulders and move on to the next thing that says a lot about a person. Yeah. Um, and so I just, yeah, I just wanted to say that.
1: Yeah, no, it's, it's absolutely true. The the, <clears throat> the thing about, um, so I always, I, I, there was a moment when I, I don't know, a couple of years after I graduated college uh, for my bachelor's, I was considering going to do my MBA. And I was dragging my feet on the NBA because it just the expense for it was a prohibitive, you know, thing. And then what I got out of it or what I would get out of it was kind of a question mark. Like I knew there's a network that you could tap into, you know, for going to if you go to one of the best schools, your network is real tough. But. That the cost is exponentially more as well, so there's that trade off. But then outside of that, it was all theoretical, right? Like there's very few things that are, once you get out of that university setting, th- you you don't leave with an I, you know, an idea turned into a business necessarily. Like you, there's a lot of shit that has to happen afterwards. So it was always something that I, I wanted to do, but never went to to do. And then I, when I got it down to my career track. I spoke with one of the senior people um, at the company I used to work at, and I was like, yo, I've been struggling with this whole MBA thing for so long. Yo, and they put it into such perfect perspective for me. They were like, why don't you start a business? And mind you, I work for this company. Like, that's not advice you give somebody that works at your company. Like, you don't tell them, like, go quit and start your own business. But effectively, that's what he did. He was like, you, If you spend, he was like, how much is it going to cost for you to get an MBA? And I was like, I, like, at the time, I think it was like 200 grand. He was like, you take half of that. You start a business. I mean, you got to figure out how to get the money, but you start a business. Let's say that business fails. You've gained more from that experience than you would have from that MBA. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit. And, and he didn't have to break it down any further. Like I fully understood because that journey you're building relationships, you're understanding processes, all these different steps that you got to take to try to make it successful and you fail. That L is W immediately if your frame of mind is right. So to your point, E, it's not like the end of the world. Like that's just, if you're really fucking with it, like that's the beginning of a new chapter. And so that's how, since that moment I was like, fucking MBA. My mother was like, oh my God, you're not going to get your MBA. I was like, ma, don't worry about the MBA. LMNOP. I don't give a fuck about an MBA. <laughs> and and that's been my perspective ever since. But it's not now, even you know, I, I think Fly Dad's gonna do well, but I can't predict the future. If if, right. if it doesn't, the journey so far has been so dope and I've made so many good relationships, I know I can flip that into something else. Absolutely. You know, in another in another situation. So
2: Well, as as my son comes up to me sometimes and he'll start talking about work and stuff like that. I say, dad, do you think I could get a job at X, Y, and Z, you know, whatever companies or things he's interested in. I said, yeah, you probably could, but, or you could just start your own, find whatever you like and start your own. He's like, yeah, <laughs> that that sounds better. Bars. <laughs> but, like, but to right.
0: be devil's advocate guys, not everything is for everyone.
2: Okay. Yeah, correct. And, and,
0: and you know, uh, I don't know if we ever talked about it here, but who, did we ever talk about that dude that had that show? Uh, damn joe joe rose is his name what's the dude's name he had he had a show where he would go and do all these, these different jobs around the country
2: uh, oh yeah yeah the dirt was it dirty jobs Dirty, or... jobs. dirty yeah. jobs. yeah
0: I, I saw this uh i think he gave a ted talk right mm. and at first i was like kind of offended by his ted talk but then i started thinking about it. i was like nah, this dude is on point actually and he was explaining how if we, if we just taught everybody to be entrepreneurs, if we taught everybody just to go after their dreams and that's, you know, everybody, just go after your dreams, be an entrepreneur, be your own boss, he's like, then this world wouldn't function correctly because we need people to do all these other jobs so that the world could function. And then he was saying that in his in his travels and during that show, he would meet these people that were doing like, you know, whatever, they they were raising cattle or... Uh, doing something with garbage maybe. And he goes, yeah. You know, he talked to them and he said nine out of 10 times, those people were like, yeah, I had aspirations to do other things in life, but I'm happy right now. You know, it, it's a good job. It's providing for my family. Uh, I'm good. And he was saying that, that that's what was more important that, that these people didn't feel like, okay, may, you know, I wanted to do this, but I didn't do it. I ended up here but I'm good with this and I'm happy. You know, he didn't feel like they were settling necessarily. And maybe in some instances they were said nine out of 10 times. I think he said that, (laughs) but, um, the point was being, I was like, yeah, it's true, man. Like if we didn't have all these people doing all these other jobs and if everybody was an entrepreneur and if everybody was trying to be on American Isle, everybody was a rapper, singer or whatever, you know, then who would pick up our garbage? Who would raise you know, grow the food that we eat. Who would who would do all these other things that we need people to do for the world to work?
2: Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I think that to sum it up, like that's the kind of stuff that we have to teach our kids to basically know who they are and what right. what makes them tick. Because you know, some of them are going to want to start a business. Some of them are going to want to you know work for a certain company or have a different trade or do these different things and to the point of like being happy you know what what is it that's gonna right, be that they happy. enjoy that that makes them happy and you know you shouldn't have a sense of shame if you're not going to be someone who starts a business because not everyone is cut right. out for that
0: yeah right and we don't want to dissuade anybody and put shame on yeah. having a job having yeah a nine exactly to five. You know, it, it, you should be happy, though. That's that's the yeah. point.
2: Like, that's more important if you're than in a
0: anything. job that you you just hate life because terrible boss or you don't like what you do, then maybe that's not the job for you. Right. Right. But not everybody is, you know, built to be an entrepreneur yeah. or a celebrity or whatever the hell.
1: Yep. Yeah. Everything has its own baggage. Like nothing is perfect. You see nothing is perfect. You see EFN on Drink Champs shit ain't sweet. Like, it, you know, you see every, there's a lot that hey, goes on behind. My,
0: you gotta air my laundry, bro? I'm just saying, <laughs> like,
1: you know, for you and no, Nori, it's true, it's true. For you and Nori, it looks great on TV, but like, the reality, there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes, man. And, and A it's, lot
0: goes on behind, look at all your favorite celebrities. Do they look happy? Does Kanye look happy in right, life right now? Right. yeah. You know, does Britney Spears look happy right now?
1: Right.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: My, money. favorite. why Manny's favorite. That's my, why my, <laughs> <laughs> the beautiful thing about my mission with Fly Dad, and, and I don't mean to bring it back, but I think this is a good point. It's not money-driven. Like, when people think about or hear me talk about, you know, starting a business, automatically the conversation shifts to money. It's not about money. Money's a byproduct. can't wait for
0: that royalty check from Fly Dad.
1: Yeah, can't no doubt. Wait. No doubt. <laughs> but but it is it is a byproduct. Like, I'm trying to solve a problem, and I feel like there's a market for it. And if I can help somebody – Feel confident in engaging in fatherhood with products that match their fly. I've succeeded, and I know I know how important. Like you think about when you come out of the barber shop, don't you feel more confident when you get that fresh haircut? Like it's a it's a good Dick. feeling, I'm
0: bald, bro.
1: <laughs> nah, but when they do your beard right, <laughs> no, I'm do,
0: kidding. I'm kidding. When when I get my head shaved by the barber, I'm happy. It's a different experience. I'm happy her. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Like and that's the kind of thing, like that's the same sentiment. It's like, all right, translate that to baby products in that market. And like if if, if we can deliver on great quality, great experience, I know the shit'll just do what it needs to do. I don't have to
2: like wish it into so
0: existence. Your catchphrase is making your shitty diaper a
2: happier place. <laughs> Maybe. I think, I think we can end on that one, man.
1: <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I want to ask I w I wanna ask a question. Cause we haven't done this in a while. Like, what are you guys listening to? Fuck, fuck the whole I'm game. Listening up.
2: To
0: that, no, no, I'm listening to that new uh, Benny the Butcher.
1: Oh, that's dope. Uh, what the fuck is the name of it? Um,
0: it's the part two.
1: I know it has like Tony Montana with an X on his face or something in the cover, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. it's like the part two of that that project.
1: Yeah, I've been listening to that too. How about you, Okay.
0: Oh, uh, Denzel Curry got a new joint out that's dope too.
2: Oh, I haven't heard it. Mm. How about Me, you? Me last shit, last uh I think last thing I went digging into maybe last weekend was uh some old war songs. I
1: don't War songs? I don't know what that oh, means.
2: Oh, war the, the, group. The, the group war. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I oh. listen to
0: war music for like yeah. Like Vietnam era. Music. <laughs>
2: no, 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 no. That's what I. <laughs> no, the group, the group I'm like war. you into that too. Let <laughs> my son hear some of that stuff. What, what,
1: what's war music like? Machine guns in the background, like what, what <laughs> no, is it? No,
0: no, no. Like Rolling Stones. Uh, oh, what's that, that, what's that song?
1: Like Vietnam. Like uh, I think Vietnam yeah, era. Like
0: Vietnam era. Uh, you know, like th- that yeah. was in a lot of those movies that I grew up on. I listen. That it. It gets me hyped.
1: Like pl- platoon and all that shit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I have those soundtracks. Full Metal Jacket. Got it.
1: And you, Manny. I mean, I'm so. I've been going back and forth between listening Cardi to Cardi B. <laughs> shout out to Cardi B. What? She's she's a BX representative. And, she, um, and Dominican, and she's half Dominican or some percentage Dominican. Yeah, um, half only. I thought she was so I think she's like half Trini or something like that. Like she's got a mix going on. Really? Yeah. But anyhow, um, shout out to Cardi B. But no, that's not what I'm listening to. I'm listening to. Uh, the the whole catalog of the beat Nuts. thats what I've been listening to lately. Yeah, I, I fucking love them, and um, I've been listening to the whole Wreck Wednesdays 2019 mega that you've been uh that you were hosting. Woo! Yo, son, nice, That's right? Like, I, I know it sounds kind of fanboyish, but yo, like, Mayday and Recognize—it's a different, it's a different breed, and not because they're affiliated, because you know, no, that's true.
2: They yeah.
1: they really are really talented cat. So if you haven't checked out Rec Wednesdays, it's on YouTube. It's W-R-E-K Wednesdays. The 2019 Mega Mix, Fucking phenomenal. It's like two hours long. I've been playing that shit nonstop for like three days.
0: And he's a Fatherhood's alumni.
1: Fatherhood's yeah. alumni two times. He's got, he's got bars. Always
0: the has. Coming home, South Africa film. Yeah. He's When's
1: coming that coming home, out, by the way? You, do, you. do we have a date yet?
0: Not yet. Nah, we're just wrapping it up right now. And you know, I'm doing other business trying to figure things out. All right, cool. We'll watch it. We'll have a private screening.
1: We'll have a watch party. Yeah. All right, boys. All right. Later. Later. Yo, be a father. If not, why bother, son? A boy can make him, but a man can raise one. Be a father to the child. Be
0: a father to the child.